Welcome to the Sage. Wow. I'm sorry. My God. <laughs> the Sage and Tea podcast. Uh, where the tea is hot and the sage is for the demons, bitch. Okay? Amen. Amen. So, jumping right on in. I am Iris. And? Oh, I am Silo Panto, a.k.a. Thuggy P, a.k.a. I Will Fight You, a.k.a. <laughs> and we are your hosts. Um, so, essentially, yeah, we're best friends. We're nerds. We are. We're black women. Um, that's all you need to know about us for now. For now, yeah, that's good enough. And, yeah, we be spilling tea, saging, trying to figure out life as some 20-something-year-olds with <laughs> a multi-hyphenate interest and multi-hyphenate problems, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty much what the podcast is just going to be about, us talking about, like, different experiences that we have as black women and um, other intersectionalities that we have. Ooh, big word. The, okay, bitch, you see me? Um, <laughs> that we have as well. And just, like, navigating this. Because, let me, shit, it's hard being a black woman, to be honest. But and, I'd have it no other way. I tell you that. I would definitely would not prefer. I mean, that that's true. I wouldn't. But, you know, here we are. Mm-hmm. Just making the best of this shit. Just figuring this shit out like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And we just talking about it with y'all. So, jumping right on in. What's the tea? So. What's the tea? So, in today's current events, uh, most recently, most notably, Summer Walker got a tattoo of her boyfriend. Newly minted boyfriend, but maybe not. Um, I think his name is Larry. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. On her forehead. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm Thug P. I'm, you know, I'm a lover girl, a.k.a. lover boy, however you want to, you know, identify me as. And I don't, this, we had a very interesting pre-combo about this because this goes into getting your lover tatted on your body. I would like to let it be known that I, too, am a lover girl. However, I'm a smart one, <laughs> and I am not going for the um, getting anybody tattooed on me at all. Mm-hmm. I think that's the fastest way for the relationship to end. Don't flame me on Twitter. I know how you hoes be. I know how um, you hoes like to tussle. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's just where I stand. If that's what you want to do, do it. But would I get it myself? No. Do you and, have any lover tattooed on your body? Hell no. Okay. I've never... There was nobody who put it down that good while I was like, yeah, I just have to get so-and-so's bitch tatted on me. Like, I just, no. Like, it was it was never like that. Um, but, the, yeah, that's just me. That's why I stand on it. And definitely not. It's one thing to get somebody tatted on you, but on your face, dog. Come on. Okay, so my opinion on this... Um, is that okay? So like I look at it multi. Men, let me preface this by saying I have had, you know, my partner's name tattooed on me, um, and would probably do it again. Actually, ooh, girl, let me not even get into it. I got like guess two two bitches tattooed on me right now. But that's neither here nor there. We'll get into that later. Um, 
I honestly think, okay, so Summer Walker is not a new girl to this tattoo world, right? Like, she's just not. She has tattoos on her legs, her face already. So to me, I would be more concerned if, like, she had no tattoos and then she just got a tattoo across the forehead of this nigga. I'd be like, what the fuck? That's not, that's, somebody might need to call, um, the Child Protective Services. I don't know. Call somebody for help. But she's not new to this, so I'm not surprised that it's on her forehead so like i don't think it's that bad two i'm just i mean if you want to get somebody tattooed on your body i'm team like tattoos are a snapshot in time right they tell a story of your life and if you want to do that do it i mean you could even make the argument that she london on the track right her and you know london broke up and what have you but that nigga still produced half more than half the songs on that album that she just put out I mean, true, but it's That's different. a snapshot in time, for real, for real. And he's going to be making money off that till the day he dies, I'm sure. I mean, obviously, but you can... While he going to always be on the song, he always... Because, I mean, he produced a lot of songs on her first album over it. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a snapshot, snapshot, I'm sorry, in time. They, you got the pictures. Like, there's mm-hmm. different snapshots. Mm-hmm. We don't need the tattoo. We really don't. <laughs> like, if we just want to be frank, we don't need it. Mm-hmm. Now, why she did it, okay, cool, because she isn't new to the tattoo world. But on your face, dog, like, I just, I just, admit, this is just me. Mm-hmm. Now, because I didn't have some dick now. Right, right. But I didn't have no dick that I was like, I just, you know what, I'm just his government on my face and let me be on clear my eyebrow wait i wouldn't I, wouldn't, I have no women i have no face tattoos so let's be clear i have no face tattoos um i'm also not into men so i cannot relate to being digmatized that is not my ministry um however comma we've all been in love <laughs> <laughs> We have, we have been, been. yes, okay? we have been. And so if you rocking with him, if you rocking with a bitch or a nigga, like you gonna be like, I want that, like that's my piece. I'm gonna claim it, you know. I'm gonna claim my piece, but cause listen, I didn't been digmatized now. Oh. You know my situation. <laughs> you mm-hmm. <laughs> listen, sitting in a nigga sweatshirt right now, girl. Is like, it? Yes, bitch. I know. <laughs> So listen, I didn't been nickmatized before. I didn't thought about having a nigga kids. Okay. Oh my. I'm not about to get him tatted on me. I I Fair. just know. Now I I have the pictures. I have I have all of that. Those are our snapshots. But I'm not about to get you tatted on me because I don't want to look at that tattoo every day and be like, God damn, wow look at that. And again, like I said, that's just for me. Mm-hmm. I would not do that. But, you know, to each their own. Yes. I'm also to each their own. Like I said, um, I've gotten an ex tatted on me. I'm getting it covered up. I also have another tattoo from my current partner who's wonderful and amazing. So, I'm team. Get what you want. Because, like, you only have one life and you only have one body. So, if you feel like this person means enough to you, you know, then do it. Now, the face. Now, I don't know if I'm a fan see, of face tattoos, period. But that's what I'm saying, like... Because, I, I mean, I don't even have a problem with face tattoos. And I think it's more so that she got his name on her face. I mean, she did, too. They match. 
I don't care because niggas gonna nig. Amen. (laughs) Niggas are going to nig. So, um, it's it's different. A nigga getting his your name tatted on him anywhere. Like I don't know. I'm not putting that much stock in that shit. Let alone the face because he he gonna lie about it. If y'all break up, he gonna lie about it. Say that's his cousin or some shit. Like Mm -hmm. for a woman, I think it is different. Um. So, it's not even the fact that, like, you got a tattoo of, you know, like, your partner or whatever. I think it's more so that you got it on your face. Like, baby. No. I mean, that also brings up a very, another interesting point when I did hear about and read about the little story or whatever. Was the simple fact of, like, he said, y'all need to chill out because we've been rocking with each other since 20, I want to say 14. Did he say? 2011? 2014? I don't know, because I didn't read the story. I read the story. I need to pull it up. Next time, I'll be more prepared. Might be, y'all. Um, but that brings up the second point of, like, is it okay to have niggas in the background while you with somebody? Because the 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 Ooh. minutes the minutes say that he was around. He probably met London. And I don't... I, can, I wasn't there. I cannot speak for this, you know, but this is the tea, and it's hot, so... <laughs> You know, I'm just saying that means I know good and goddamn well they done seen each other, they done ran around each other. Is that okay to have your backup and your potential replacement hanging around while you're with your current person? So, if you know that person is your backup and um, the backup and possibly the replacement, I would say no. That's disrespectful because, like, on the level, you kind of feel like you and your current partner are not going to make it mm-hmm. or like you're not fully present in the relationship so i would say no off that now if this is somebody that's a friend because i do believe that many women can genuinely be friends um i do steve harvey head ass shut your ass up <laughs> I, I believe that many women can genuinely be friends and so like if this is literally your friend because i have male friends where like nothing have happened at all like one of my male friends would tell you like he doesn't know like no color of like my Victoria's Secret draws nothing like that is we're friends and it's just like I think that's possible so if this is just a friendship a legit friendship that turned into something else then that's not no disrespect but if you know like you eyeing this person or y'all got history or whatever and like that history still sort of lingering mm-hmm. and you in a new relationship that's disrespectful yeah i mean i definitely agree i don't that's not okay now i'm a little different uh obviously because i'm in the lgbtqia plus alphabets i'm in the alphabet soup so it's a little different right because like i can not be the friends. alphabet soup. the alphabet soups that's what that's what my mama be saying um so like it's different right like i can be friends with a guy because i don't have a sexual attraction to a guy um so it doesn't really bother me as much now when it comes to having female friends and women friends that can sometimes get a little dicey um not anymore because i'm an adult and i don't have friends like that but (laughs) like it's a little bit harder to tell if a girl has a crush on you um in which case it's hard to be a girl's friend when she has a crush on you and you have a partner already so it gets a lot more dicey i would say when it's you know same sex i will say for you though you're very like your friends are your friends Mm -hmm. and like you don't cross those lines because we've been you know just to give a little bit of background here 
we've been friends since like the eighth grade and we're 20 something and th- this is like my best friend like that's it like mm-hmm. nothing have happened at the fuck all so people used to think though no and it's so crazy because in high school people used to think that like you was for me that like iris was for me and i'd be like what the fuck that is my best friend and i also had another best friend at the time um shout out to you bitch you know who you are um <laughs> and like everyone would think and like you know they're very very attractive and like i was a scrawny little nerdy kid and everybody would be like oh those are your holes i was like my hoes never <laughs> never also child i'm gonna we're gonna talk about that too off air because sure. i have a theory sure. but um yeah thuggy p is just like really like good at just setting those sort of boundaries of like nah if you're my friend like i'm not going to cross those type of lines Mm -hmm. so like that that's the good thing about you Mm -hmm. so even though i can see how it could still be hard you really stick to like your morals on that of Mm -hmm. like i'm not crossing like if i say you my friend and this is what you are like we're not crossing that line at all yeah yeah Lots of practice. <laughs> Lots of practice. But yeah, I don't know. I think it would also just taint it. I, I'm also very concerned because obviously, as you can tell, we've been friends now for over, what, a decade plus? Hell yeah. So, like, I don't want to lose a friend over, like, fucking. And to me, I always say, like, fucking is just an activity. Sex is an activity. It's fun. It's great. It can be a great form of intimacy. But I always say this, especially to you. Like, I'd be like, yeah, because I'm not the same. <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, this is fun. We can do different stuff. You can, we can let kinks out. We can, you know, that's my, that's my steez. That's my game. That's my ministry. So, like, I would never ruin it. Be, like, I would never ruin a friendship that I hold very dear. Like, I'd be calling her on the verge of, you know, ending it all. About to jump off the goddamn kitchen island repeatedly till I hurt myself. <laughs> Then throw my laptop at the wall. Due date on the assignment, 11.59. It's 11.34. Yes, bitch. So, like, we, you know, I would never... I understand the value of friendships, and I wouldn't ruin it for, like, just fucking... That's not worth it to me. Now, see, in my younger days, mm-hmm. uh, I have not many, but, you know, I've had, you know, relations with one or two male friends of mine. Uh, but now that I'm older and I've grown more, uh, also like just come to know myself more and know what I like and don't like, I also try not to cross those boundaries at all. Like if I know I'm attracted to you and everything like that, I'm a I want to see where that goes more than uh, you know. Uh, I'm gonna try and explore that first, and if I see like that's not gonna go anywhere, well then I'm a friend zone you. But uh, <laughs> if I like off rip. Nah, if I think you, I'm just gonna be honest. If I think you like attractive or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and see where that go. Right. Uh, but I'm also like, I am single. Iris is single. Uh, we're taking applications because, we're like, not. I'm, no, I am taking applications for her. So no, if you know aren't. what I'm saying, y'all, I'm we gonna give y'all the link um to the the, no. uh, the gmail account please no. and the twitter please dm us please email if you have a boyfriend application for iris please no. send it in listen um, to what i'm saying iris don't want that okay thuggy p says it's a goal she don't make not. the rules around you it's not i do no um, <laughs> i do not want that i i want a healthy stable relationship 
Uh, mm, that's facts. what I'm manifesting. So I I don't want that right now. Mm. And also just how my life is set up. You know, like we, we doing this podcast. We have day jobs that are very demanding. Um, and, you know, grad school and shit. Yeah, I don't... Like you would have to be an amazing person for me to want to create the time to spend with you. So And if you are amazing, please hit us up at Sage and T at gmail dot com. Get you. to know me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> because you you getting to know me off this one podcast for these fifteen minutes and oh man, she sounds great and then you get in my face and uh shit be different. So no <laughs> then listen to a couple of more episodes. Week. Week. Yeah, uh, Thuggy P is a not single, teen taken, uh, happily taken. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, babe. Not the, that's it. I know you gonna listen, so hey. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, cuz. Um, anyways. Is that right. it for current events? I believe so. Okay. So, getting into our episode topic... Um, talking about work and just talking about like, so obviously we're coming off of this Thanksgiving break. Um, I myself am experiencing some going back to work depression, uh, just feelings of isolation, feeling of general dreariness. The weather isn't helping, um, Mm -hmm. because it's been very cloudy and overcast and just yeah not wanting to talk to people and just downright sadness that i have to go back to work because i don't want to go so that's me um so i mean i agree with all of these things um personally speaking um i've recently transitioned to a new role at work so for me um i've been kind of just like I'm like only what six months into my new role so I've just been trying to catch up and make this transition a little easier so it's just been rough altogether. so I've just been having more questioning my like ability to even do this job more so to speak um and yeah the anxiety gets real bad on the weekends when I'm like when I realize like oh fuck it's Sunday I gotta go to work tomorrow like I get so much anxiety on Sundays is just like painful at times you know um same with me I'm in a new role that I y'all listen I don't know how I even got here if I'm gonna be honest uh I started a new role in August I am not the job that I'm doing while I'm sure I'm qualified to do it well I am qualified to do it this is not what I want to be doing um and yeah it's just very interesting i have weekly breakdowns i don't even want to get into like why because i don't want my boss to watch to listen to this and be like oh word that's how you feeling but But i'll be having weekly breakdowns or whatever Mm -hmm. and not questioning like my abilities but just like i'm just like damn bitch how did you even get here because this was this just was not part of the plan. I'm going to say that. We're going to talk about that after when you're done. Who? And um, I guess it's anxiety, too, for me. Because I know, like, so I've been off this whole week. 
and I was so happy and then about like Wednesday or Thursday I just started feeling like really down really just like not wanting to talk to people because like my job requires a lot of interaction with others um and so yeah just like being more isolative and everything um and I know like last night I stayed up to like 2 30 in the morning and it's like I always do that every Saturday because it's like Friday night I'll stay up really late Saturday I'll stay up really late because it's like Sunday it's like uh, mm-hmm. you you gonna have to start getting back in the mindset of like you have to go to work and nine times out of ten I have people that like in my off time they are messaging me and everything so yeah like last night I had somebody message me at like 6 30 I'm at a football game why why like this could wait until Monday I really could so yeah that's just that's been me and that's my anxiety with that too so I mean I feel like you know we're this is year two of this Panasonic panorama pandemonium pandemonium um we have a a really good word for that yeah it is um we have this Omicron variant that literally I think the Dow Jones plummeted like 30 points yesterday or Friday at the end of closing which is not a good sign because that's literally what happened with the Delta variant in short people are preparing for another little like I don't even know if this is the fifth wave the fourth wave surge of this virus and despite what your whatever your beliefs are on COVID-19 that's your own business I really don't give a fuck to be honest like as a scientist which I am (laughs) spoiler um (laughs) I don't give a fuck if you believe in science or not, but, like, science is still going to exist without you, my nigga. Like, <laughs> you can Period. believe in the vaccine. You cannot. You can believe if COVID is real or you could not. That is your own personal prerogative. But one thing we cannot ignore is the loss of lives. Like, 750,000 people died this month from this alleged virus. You can think what you want. Flame me on Twitter if you feel like it. Cook me up. Roast me in a slow cooker. But the facts are the facts, be like... I mean, if you want, at least add some seasoning, so, like, yeah, nice. You know, I mean, you can, you know, do what you want to do. But my point being, like, this pandemic has really taken over our lives. And I don't know what you said about being able to, like, this was not part of the plan stuck out to me. Because it's like, three years ago, did you imagine our lives would be anything how they are now? Three years ago was what? 2018? Yeah. Girl, no. Mm -hmm. 2018, I was still living... I graduated. Mm -hmm. Uh, We already graduated by then. Mm -hmm. Undergrad. Mm -hmm. But I was still very much living the life Mm -hmm. (laughs) of being an undergrad. Yes. (laughs) So, no. I did not think we would be here. Also, I would just like to point out... I don't know if anybody else feels like this. But I know for myself... I don't feel like these birthdays that I'm going through with the pandemic don't feel like actual birthdays. So, like, I mean, I'm not going to cap to you. The the pandemic been hard on me, like, mentally and emotionally. But as far as, you know, like, financially or whatever, I actually leveled up quite a bit. Um, But I don't feel like, I think, like, mentally I'm still, like, 23. I'm not going to cap to you. Like, I don't feel... Yeah. Oh shit! I guess I just gave my age, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I mean, fuck it. It is what it is. So right. It don't matter. It is what it is. But yeah, like I just I don't feel 
my age. I just don't. I feel my age. I I mean, I lost, I think, we talked about this. I feel like I lost an extra birthday because when the pandemic hit, like, my birthday was, like, very early pandemic. And then, mm-hmm. like, I know I at least lost two birthdays. I can't remember if there was another one, but... I feel my age. My thing is, I just feel so unsatisfied. Yeah, you have three. Yeah, I feel like I have three, right? Maybe? No. It's two? It's two. Okay. Either way, a bitch <laughs> did not feel that. I feel unsatisfied. Definitely. Um, For, for a couple, on, on two different fronts. One, this pandemic having to slow things down, I was very much a... I'm gonna. I was very much a, a a corporate chaser. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, I remember that. I was traveling a lot. I was working a ton of hours. I was working 65 to 67 hours a week, religiously. Sometimes more, uh, depending on if we had like clinical trials and like X Y Z. Like I said, scientists, y'all don't get no more than that. <laughs> um, and I was working for something, which I thought was some level of success, which I thought would be like, oh, management. And now a bitch is in middle management. Um, I'm fairly young. We're in our mid-20s. And I'm here and I'm just like, meh. Like, if we could have, like, the SpongeBob little, like, meh sound, that would be how I feel. Um, It didn't do what it was supposed to do for me mentally. Because, honestly, and this is no shade, it's just I don't dream of working uh, no, and that's not no shade. That's actual facts. I don't dream of labor. I actually, and then this is a very common phenomenon, I feel, for black women. I think there's like a, I do not dream of labor movement um, for black women. And I just, it doesn't, there's nothing sexy to me about waking up every morning at six in the morning, getting ready to go to work, going to work, coming home, going to the gym, whatever it is that you do in your free time, and then doing it for five days a week for the next 30 years that doesn't get me that don't get me up you know yeah no me either um and child we've talked about this about just how i'm not gonna have a traditional life um and i try to keep that in mind that everything that i'm doing now is so that like once i make it to where i want to be this is what all this was for um i think for me i'm not working in my career field Mm. So like I, you know, I could tell y'all I'm, you know, I'm in the social sciences. That's that's my thing. Um, you want to be a whole fucking doctor out you? I am going to be a doctor. Yes, that's coming soon. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I just with me, I'm not working my field at all, and like that's why I don't feel fulfilled. And then also like. A lot of these, like, entry-level or even, like, mid-level, like, social science jobs are shitty. Mm-hmm. They do not pay, which is why I had to go out of my field. They do not pay well. They mm-hmm. don't. Um, and then, like, I just, that's not what I want to be doing. So I'm going to always be unfulfilled. But also, I was telling this to someone um, who was trying to date me, and this is why this will never work. I was telling them how, like, I don't dream of a life of work either. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, he was like, well, how do you plan on uh, paying your bills? And da 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 da, da. I'm like, well, bitch, like, I, this is the life that I plan on having. I don't ever plan on having a traditional 9 to 5. Travel is something that's very important to me. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I need to have a job where I can travel mm-hmm. how I would like to. 
And uh, COVID has shown us that like working remotely works. Amen. Oh, it works. Amen. <laughs> so like my ass wants to travel and work remotely. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And yes, I want a family and everything like that. And my kids will know just a different life. Mm-hmm. than their peers because like we gonna be traveling okay because they mama don't want to be in the house all the time i want to be in a house not in the same place like i want to be somewhere else y'all gonna be calling me dr iris or whatever like these are my issues what and i'm gonna be in somebody's villa okay yeah taking these calls yeah i'm gonna be you know 12 hours ahead or whatever, but I'm gonna do this shit. No, but that's what I'm with you too. Bitch, wake up. Did you see XYZ? Like, listen, that like that's just what I want for me. And I think it's so crazy. And because you know, actually, we're not gonna talk about the young man no more. Mm-hmm. But just, um, <laughs> but I think it's, it's, you know, that's something that's just like when black women speak about like how they don't wanna work and stuff like that, it's always met with like, well, why? And da 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 da. <laughs> Bitch, because I, do you wanna work? Do you want to get up every day of the week and go to work? Like, no. Even if I'm doing something that I love, I don't want to work. And it just goes back to, like, the black woman being the workhorse and the mule of the world. Like, period. Like, black women work harder than everyone. We have to fix everyone's fucking problems. Oh, my God. We got to be the backbone of the black man. We got to be the backbone of America. We got to be the backbone of these corporations. Mind you, these organizations do not pay Black women enough sixty six cents to a dollar enough shit. Like I cannot tell, I cannot say the things that I used to do and you know my current occupation. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, but like I said, I be doing shit. Like you have no idea the oopsies and the uh, Dougie P calls I've gotten. Like hey, we have a problem. I did X and this, and I done mixed up this and that. And we may have a runaway reaction. Huh? <laughs> what? I remember that shit. Girl. Like, the calls. Like, I'm... Y'all literally do not fucking know. Because, mind you, we're in, like, two very different fields. Mm-hmm. So, I don't even know what the fuck she be talking about. <laughs> Much like I'm sure she don't really know what the fuck I be talking about when we talk about our shit. Don't. But I do remember these phone calls at very odd hours. Mm-hmm. My bitch, I'm sure she thought I was cheating on her at one point. Like, who the fuck is this calling you all the time? Like, <laughs> okay, that just can't be work. That just can't be. Baby, it, it, let me put them on speaker. Uh, no, okay, let, let me put someone on speaker. Uh, all right, go for please it. Please tell them who you are. Please tell her. Please like, announce yourself. Yeah, uh, we got an issue on here on the third floor. Me, oh, her, oh. Okay, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shit, let me... Uh, I'm going to be there at 15, fuck. Yeah. And I mean, again, having a very supportive partner is very important to this because she also has a very demanding job. So, like, being considerate of all these different things is great. But, like, she's also a woman of color uh, and a black woman, too. So, like, she gets it. And you get it, too. I was like, this shit is not... It's not... It don't make no sense why you always calling me with problems. You don't never call me with no good... Like, actually, no. Every now and then, I'll get some good news. But you call me more for problems than you do for, like, oh, you did a great job. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you're in middle management. So, that that makes sense. And I'm going to be real with you. As someone who is not in management, mm-hmm. I can honestly say I kind of get that because, like, I don't go to my boss yeah. when things are going good. I literally only... Go when they're bad. Yeah. 
or like when I need you know that like helps. help with something mm-hmm. or like to bounce around ideas and stuff like that um because I would want because I don't know why I think this in my head and maybe I should probably express that where like I don't because I don't want nobody all up under me like oh you're doing a great job I don't need that mm-hmm. um so I really only want to see my boss when like there's an issue right much like I'm only going to come to you when I need help or when I need an issue because I know for myself I'm a good employee as far as like communicating mm-hmm. and like stating what I need and stuff like that so I mean I can only hope that a boss is reciprocal but yeah and I know that makes people nervous now like being on this side it's like I can't be as in, as involved and active because like I said if you see your boss hovering around all the time you're gonna be like oh fuck I'm doing something wrong it's gonna add added pressure but I do like to give a lot of compliments and like a lot of like attaboys because I work with mostly men and be like, hey, you did a really good job on this project. Like, good job. Because I think that's important. Because I never got that when I was, like, working and, like, coming up. No one ever told me good job. You know? So, like, it was really important to me that I, like, you know, give people their just due. Um, I love a spot bonus. I love to give away money. <laughs> if I feel like you went above and beyond and fixed some shit. And I, I didn't have to get my hands involved. I'm going to cut you a little chick. See, for me... Now, if I had a boss who, like, from the beginning was, you know, like, very words of affirmation Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, then that would be different. But majority of bosses I've had, they are not like that. Of course. So, that's why, like, if I see you, I immediately start getting anxiety because I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, fuck, what's wrong? Like, and I know, like, especially with my boss now, I literally, like... Whenever she comes in my presence, I'd be like, I'm like, what? What, what do you need? What's wrong? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure she's probably like, why does girl keep asking me, like, what's yeah. wrong? But I'm just kind of like, I don't see you, really, yeah. unless there's an issue. Because so, like, just come to me and tell me what the issue is and let's, like, cut through it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, um, get to it. And actually, you know what? I'm lying because she will just, like, come around and check and... So now I think about it, so maybe I shouldn't have that much anxiety. I think it's more so just like that. Also, just probably just because like I have a lot of feelings of anxiety and like self doubt as far as this job. Mm. So I feel like maybe she just see that shit and be like, (laughs) "No, you good, bitch." Yeah, I don't think so. I I I don't think she sees it, but or maybe she who knows? Maybe she does. But either way, I think it's important to like you know be present, which. Now, again, being on the side, it's like, there's so much stuff I have to do at my desk. Like, the amount of organizing that, like, comes with this role and, like, having to, like, I'm not a doer anymore as much as I am, like, a delegator, which is also weird for me because I'm, like, such a hands-on-z type of bitch. Like, I'm a Bob the Builder type of hoe. Like, I'm trying to, you know, fix it. You feel me? So, like, for now, it's like, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about us being in compliance. I'm worried about if this paperwork got done or not and isn't on time and getting reports to other plants and other shit of like, okay, we have to cooperate and co-mingle. So like, it's different. So it's a lot for me mentally to wrap my head around and I don't get to be as involved, which I, you know, I get, I gave myself a new resolution that I'm a try to get out there more. But like, yeah, I do a lot of like shit at my desk and I send a lot of emails and I do a lot of spreadsheets. And I try to keep niggas, you know, employed. Really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so, you know, it's a different, different steez. But um, the pandemic, for sure, has really opened my eyes to, like you said, I don't need to be at the office. 
every day. I really don't. Um, Abolish the five day work week, bitch. It's not needed. I think maybe for some fields. Um, I I healthcare. definitely think the field that I'm in, healthcare. Oh God, mm-hmm. I was in healthcare when this started, and let me tell you, don't miss that shit at all. Um, that's definitely a twenty four hour job. Mm. Don't want it. They should get paid more, by the way. I'm. They definitely should. I will say that because I was not getting paid well mm-hmm. at the beginning of the pandemic, working in healthcare when that shit aired and started. And also, let me say because we had the opportunity to get a. I did not get no hazard pay. I didn't get no bonus. I didn't get none of that shit. Let me tell you what the fuck I got. A gift card to a local grocery store, and it wasn't even a whole bunch of money. It was fifteen fucking dollars. So I throw the gift card back at him and won't leave. I don't even shop at that damn store. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't even shop at that store. Damn. So that did nothing for me. But yes, that's what we got. Mm, they froze our bonuses. We didn't get nothing extra. Oh, damn. Yeah, which kind of sucks. And like, I don't know what sucks more: the fact that you got nothing, or the fact that I got a fifteen fucking dollar. I think card. mine because like I'm, st- we're still not getting like we still haven't gotten our bonuses yet. Um, so nah, is the store. Nah, what are you going to do with fifteen dollars? Girl, get you a block of cheese. Okay, exactly. <laughs> a block you, of cheese. This particular grocery store is uh pricey bourgeois. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Fifteen dollars is not going to get you much. Like this ain't no Walmart. All right. You could get a lot at Walmart for fifteen. For fifteen dollars, well, maybe not now with this inflation, but don't get me started on the inflation. Please don't get me started either, because this three dollar gas, bitch, over it. Okay. (laughs) I'm fucking over it. Yeah. I don't even. I don't. Okay. If you're gonna really apply to be my nigga, because I only date black men. Uh, if you're gonna apply to be my nigga, please know you are pumping my motherfucking gas and you're paying for it. I don't want to pay for that shit. I don't want to be at the gas station at all. Thuggy Pete and told y'all I am attractive as fuck. I'm tired of these old fucks at the gas station talking to me and it's like you want to talk to me but you don't want to pay for this gas. I'm no. <laughs> That's the way to get my number. Pay for the gas. Pump the gas. You a whole nigga. Do it. I'm trying to remember if I filled my girlfriend's tank up before I left. I don't know. You knew a lot with her car. I did. I had a little... Okay, so... Well, I guess we can... We'll have a... We're going to have to have a relationship segment after... You just went on a whole tangent there. I'm sorry. Um, I just thought about it because we were talking about the inflation and we were talking yeah, about the gas. Yeah. I'm tired of this expensive-ass gas. Yeah, things are things are wild. I mean, do you want to transition into the relationship segment? Because we can talk about it. We already there. Okay. Um. So, love. What, <laughs> <laughs> what about it? Love is a, a an interesting topic, right? Love during the pandemic. Love during the pandemic. Yeah. Love so, during the pandemic as black women. Yeah. So I got cuffed during the panorama. So I mean, I was happy about that. Um, you was. Very happy about that. And she fire, you know. She um, is. She, she is. She's she's stable. Because. She's stable. Like I've never been with a mentally stable bitch. And that's no shade to none of my exes. But like mm. that's shade to my ex. I'm not to say that. <laughs> that's, that's shade. And uh, I, I mean like if you 
if you listen to this, all right, you know you was a mentally unstable hoe. Yeah. One of them. The other yeah. one, not so much. Yeah. And all the in-betweens, you know. There's a couple in-betweens there. Um, yeah, so that was cool. That was cool. I don't think I would have had time to date and just like talking about loving the panorama. I wouldn't have had time to date if uh, the panorama hadn't came through, like seriously date, because I was such in like a career grind, 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 mood, mood, mood. Um, yeah, your job, especially at the time, definitely made you slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, child. You had some, <laughs> girl, you got some hotels during the panorama. Girl, the hotels. Oh. Y'all, listen, one day we'll get into my business. But <laughs> as far as right now, uh, I'm single. I've been single throughout this whole pandemic. Um, the There was a couple of maybes there. Um, yeah, a couple of maybes. More so, I just found out, like, it's, like I said earlier, it's just been a lot of growth for me. What is your most important lesson you learned about yourself from dating in the Panasonic? Um, I was not emotionally available Ooh. as I wanted to be. Damn. Yeah. Ooh, listen, I tell anybody, like, you, these are, you need to have, like, real hard talks with yourself. And you need to, like, figure out, okay, why do you attract these kind of partners? Uh, You need to, like, why do you look the way, well, look, why do you behave the way you do in relationships like you need to have these hard conversations with yourself mm-hmm. uh, and like even when you're in certain situations why do a, why do you allow yourself to be in those situations it comes with a lot of introspection a lot of hard talks mm-hmm. uh, I mean and like you that's the only way you're gonna get true answers if you still live in denial I mean you just gonna get the same result mm-hmm. and the definition of insanity is um, keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Mm. So, a lot of you hoes is insane. And when I say hoes, I don't <laughs> mean just women. I mean niggas too. So, <laughs> hoes is in fact gender neutral in okay. most of our speech. Um, and let me just say this. We are also a very inclusive podcast. So, if we ever say like a nigga or a bitch, we talking about all y'all. Yeah, like Period. we not we there's no <laughs> discrimination here. None, none. Uh, you will know when we're speaking to one gender in particular. You and if know. you have no gender, if you are non-binary, you are not excluded either from this fade. If right. you don't, don't think <laughs> right, don't think we ain't talking about you. Like you you're not excluded. <laughs> like we we talking about all y'all. Yeah. And respectfully. y'all can go ahead and sometimes disrespectfully. Yes. Like too. that too. Y'all could go ahead and flame us on Twitter, but like Dave Chappelle said, Twitter ain't a real place, so. Oh, Dave about. Chappelle, bitch. Man, oh, I don't want to hear it. Oh, my God. Don't want to hear it. But yeah, so that was, Jesus I realized Christ. I was not mm-hmm. an emotionally available person, which I guess in a way I sort of knew already um, because I had long distance. I had a lot of long distance boyfriends, as one of my exes put it. Mm-hmm. Um so in a sense it's like I knew I did not really want to be in a relationship or I was not really going to be fully present because I always kept these people like physically at a distance away from me so mm-hmm. and then I think for like the people that I tried to date that's in the same city as me um I you know I thought I was 
I was more open to it, but probably just not as open as I would have been. Because, again, that comes with, like, okay, I wasn't emotionally available. And that's why I'm attracting these partners who, like, they were very clearly not emotionally available. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dating in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We'll get into some hotels. <laughs> in the, in, we'll wait for the... Uh, the Hoenn episode, and we'll get into some hotels during the pandemic, mm-hmm. and just in general. I would say my my most important lesson, well, one of mine, since like like I said, I'm in a relationship, and this is my first. This is not my first most like serious relationship. I've been right. in serious relationships before, um, but this is definitely the person that I would like to uh, spend the rest of me life with. So, <laughs> she got to love me, otherwise, Hi. you know, we gonna have some issues. But I think for me, the most important thing was, and we talk about this all the time, Iris, uh, is like, do you want to be right or do you want to be in a relationship? Ooh, I ask you that shit all the time. Goddamn, like. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, so like, I'm a Taurus. Dougie P is a Taurus. So y'all know how we we, we get on this um, So, like, I'm very much hard-headed. Like, I'm a hard-headed type of nigga. So, like, I like things a certain way. I'm very high-strung. I'm very type A. Um, I be chilling, but, like, I I get really worked up over, like, morals and, like, character and justice. So, I be in my feels when I feel like I'm being wrong. And, like, when you're with somebody else, a full human being... It ain't about your morals. It ain't about what you think is right. Like, do you want to be with this person or not? Because if you do, you're going to have to learn to shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up and apologize if you hurt that person. And understand that, hey, this person that you love is hurting. Or doesn't feel hurt or doesn't feel loved. Regardless of what your intentions are. And you have to, like, deal with that shit. And, like, take that, take that L, you know? So that was very hard. It's still sometimes it's hard for me because I be getting worked up. But <laughs> that, um, I think like good communication, because mm-hmm. you know sometimes it's not like what you say; it's like how you say it. Um, mm-hmm. and that just goes for like any relationship. It's not what you. I think like sometimes it's not what you say; it's how you say it. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's what the fuck you say. Amen. Like, that shit is rude. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But. <laughs> Um, I think that's important in relationships and also just compromise. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you're not going to be right all the time. No. So, I mean, you're going to have to make peace with that, that you ain't going to be right all the time. Especially if you pick a partner who you know is like smart as fuck. Like that was my, my fuck up. I fucked up and I picked that (laughs) real smart. (laughs) My girlfriend is smart as fuck and pretty and she don't take no shit. She half Latina. So she be roasting my ass sometimes (laughs) i mean listen there's that meme everybody want a smart girl until until she's giving you a 10 slide powerpoint presentation how you got her fucked up okay like (laughs) everybody wants smart bitches until then so Mm -hmm. again if you are gonna send in the application for iris i am a smart bitch i just want you to know this she's gonna give you hell uh, but it's listen, worth it. It's worth it. I this say. mouth is slick. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna do anything about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, petty as fuck too. I am petty. Yeah. Don't don't do this. I, I'm a smart bitch. I am about to be a doctor. 
I will for I will give you a ten page paper. Yeah. On twelve point five Times New Roman yes. double space telling you how you had me fucked up. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be grammatically correct, all of that shit. Please notice before you send the applications in. Like I said, it is, you know, a real deal. Like again, I be having to catch myself and being like, How the fuck does she know and then I'm like, Oh yeah, she's she know me. <laughs> she's smart and she knows the fuck out of me so let me just shut the fuck up sometimes I just be like okay babe you right cause like I she's right I know she's right but then it's like my pride is like no cause chaos you dumb hoe burn it up Elmo <laughs> meme where you know that meme where Elmo's got his hands in the air in the flames yes. that's my mind when she tries to talk to me like a logical person cause she's very again she's real calm she don't usually yell at me but sometimes I'm not used to that level of well, like that's sanity about, that's what I'm about to say like and you know that's a trauma response. Hell yeah! Not being used to people talking to you like you got stable, sense. healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's definitely a thing. We can get into that in another episode. But For sure. um, I'd be ready. I'd be so ready to like turn up. But then it's like she doesn't even want that. I don't even want to do it. But I just be like, but like that's what you're used to. Yeah. If you are used to like toxic partners or you know. Maybe not. They're not fully toxic, but they carry a lot of toxic traits. Mm. Um, yeah, you go. A healthy relationship is going to be an adjustment. Yes, definitely. So, um. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, what's next? Bops and bangers. Oh, bops and bangers. Bops and bangers. Do you want to go first, or should I? Yeah. I don't know. So, Bops and Bangers is a segment of the show where we talk about what, exactly what it sounds like. What are the Bops, certified Bops, on the playlist right now? Right. Like, what's just, like, some good music that, like, we are currently listening to, we bop into, we banging. So, that's mm-hmm. just all this is. Yes. Um, I have, I think I have two. Go for it. So, first is, it's an older song. But um, it's foreplay by uh, Young Jeezy, mm. or just Jeezy. I think he goes by now. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> you just dated yourself for real. <laughs> we old apparently. And so um, that nigga old. What are you talking about? Good. And so um, it's with Ty Dolla Sign, and um, they sampled. A pretty Ricky song. It's really great. Um, I don't know. I've been listening to that a lot. I really like it. But also, so I've been bopping that. And then Silk Sonic just as a motherfucking whole. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick my favorite song off of their album, it would definitely be Put On A Smile. I love, like, listen, if you want to apologize to me, you need to come like that. Like, you need to be in the rain, in the gravel, singing I'm trying to put on a smile by Silk Sonic. Like, tell me how, like, so not I, having me hurts you like that. This is Thuggy P. Please include that in your boyfriend application. Right. Must be able to be in the rain with the boombox serenading me in the gravel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Singing Put on a Smile by Silk Sonic. But, yeah, it's really just as it sounds. Like, they are, both of them are just, like, singing about, like, uh, they just begging <laughs> saying how like you know it's hard for them to go on without like this person and I really just love that mm-hmm. okay 
So, Thuggy P's Bops and Bangers for my slow R&B girl music when I'm feeling, you know, sensual. My current bop is Good and Plenty, the remix by Lucky Day, Masego, and Alex Isley. Mm -hmm. That's a good little vibe right there. And then, you know, when I'm feeling turned up, I like Over the Top with Smiley and Drake. That's my, like, jizam. Oh, yeah. I really fuck with that song. Drake just, he's, you know, he just, the nigga's prolific. I can't, (laughs) I can't deny him. (laughs) No, that ass. He's a culture vulture, but yes. We will get into that on another episode. But yes, he definitely is. So, yeah, that's pretty much um, it for Bops and Bangers. Um, also, RIP to Young Dolph. One of the realest to ever do it. If you know me personally, you know that, like, Young Dolph, that's my shit right there. Mm-hmm. That's going to turn me up every time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just rest in power to Young Dolph. Yes. R.I.P. also to Virgil Abloh who apparently was battling cancer and did not tell anybody. Um, Very similar to King Chadwick Boseman who just didn't tell anyone. He was suffering and still putting out the work, still doing the work and just creating an impact. So that's always sad to see these creators kind of just pass and it be so sudden, you know, for various ways. So, you know, that just to show you your time here we don't know when it's gonna end but you gotta make the most of it for sure so facts rest in power to all them niggas here no and do we have anything else i think that's it for this first episode guys so well just really quick what are we saging what are we going to what are we letting go because i mean like we didn't mm. talk about the tv we didn't talk about the hot guys yes what what are the demons that we're saging the need to prove ourselves in any capacity to any fucking body. Ooh. <laughs> that's so bitch. Yeah. That's a With so hot bitch. Take. You don't owe oh. nobody nothing. You don't have to prove nothing to no fucking body. Big facts. You are yourself and you are who you are exactly who you're supposed to be. So, and you're exactly where you're supposed to be in this current time. So make the most of it. Big facts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for myself... Um, it's definitely, you don't realize, um, how, like, how much negative energy from others that you take on Mm -hmm. and, like, how that really, um, can be internalized and, like, you're fearful to do things and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a really, I forgot who I was talking about that with, but maybe it was myself. I don't know. But I was, uh, I was, I was thinking on that just in regards to, like, my family and stuff. So, definitely... Um, the demons that I will be saging is just like letting go of other people's expectations, mm. letting go of like their negative energy, um, for what they think I should be doing and stuff. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna do. Mm. Okay, well, so, that concludes this week's episode of Sage and Tea with your hosts, Iris and Thug P. Thank you guys for tuning in, we appreciate you definitely. Leave us a nice review, a comment. (laughs) If you guys have any, like, topics that you want us to cover, Mm -hmm. um, let us know. Yes. Comment. Add us on Twitter. Um, If you guys want, if you guys want any advice or you just want to hear our takes on your business, Mm -hmm. send it to us. 
we love gossip yes we love mess we don't like it in our personal lives but we love mess in other people's lives so if you want us to talk these are not professional opinions in any way shape or form right because i get paid for that so <laughs> like so we just we just gonna be giving our opinions personally yes. raw and uncut yeah so please know that before yeah. you send the letters in but you know we are all you know we're always open yes so follow us on twitter we're gonna be creating the twitter soon and the uh, email address to the p.o box slash advice column slash if you just want to hit us up or send your boyfriend application for iris crying will be in the description for this pod so with that we will talk to you guys next time yeah keep the tea hot and keep the sage for your demons absolutely keep them niggas away peace